0: to the what you don't know podcast where we tell you things you may know some of but not all of or maybe all of it or maybe none of i'm sean and i'm sarah and we're back again we made it through another week sarah how are you feeling
1: oh i'm a little bit tired but overall i'm feeling good how are you feeling sean
0: i'm feeling great why are you tired
1: um because (laughs) should i be honest (laughs) yes I've been staying up until like 4 or 5 a.m. playing Minecraft, if I'm going to be honest with everybody.
0: Playing it on your Xbox 360, right? Literally,
1: no. Playing it on my phone. <laughs> on your
0: phone? I didn't even know they <laughs> had Minecraft for phone. How do you like move around?
1: Oh my gosh. I, I'm I'm a very simple person, so I'm kind of entertained with like the simplest of things. So even if you give me a pocket edition Minecraft, I'm good for days. I'll probably get bored in like a week, but right now, mm, I'm in the middle of building some you have, crazy stuff. like a big stuff. house? Oh, some crazy stuff.
0: Wow. Yeah. So... We live together, as I think we mentioned uh, last episode, and this thing happened where we live with five other people. I mean, I live with five. We live with four other people since we live together. (laughs) And uh, we recently added a puppy to the house. She's very cute. Very small. Yeah. Her name is Valkyrie. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's a white German shepherd. And uh, recently, you have two, you have three guinea pigs. I do have three guinea pigs. You, the light of my life. Is my what three are their guinea names? Pigs.
1: Appa, Momo, and Otis. Like yes. Yeah, so boys.
0: recently, you and uh, your girlfriend Lexi were uh, out of the house, mm-hmm. and yep. I guess your door was open, or it somehow opens.
1: Yeah. And I come home, and um, our one roommate is like, she looks at me, like she gives me kind of a a little bit of a timid look, and I'm like, what's going on? She's like, well, Valkyrie got into your room today. And I was like, cool. Well, did she eat something? Like, what happened? She was like, almost. Because <laughs> I leave my pig cages open because I'm really. Why
0: do you leave them open? Because
1: I'm paranoid. What if we have like a house fire or something and they have to escape? I don't want them to do be. Do you think they're smart enough absolutely,
0: to escape? They're-
1: absolutely. do you
0: really think that
1: yes of course i think that they have the most amazing huge i think they would just stay in their
0: little huts i don't think
1: (laughs) okay you may have a point but the theory is if (laughs) if the house does catch on fire they can get out somehow
0: all right so anyway what happened was uh the door to your room was open and valkyrie got in there and she's this puppy she's small
1: yeah but i do have a really like really big guinea pig cage so she was able to get her whole body inside so
0: she got into the guinea pig pig cage and i wasn't there when it happened but i heard that she just sat down like (laughs) in the middle of the cage and your guinea pigs didn't know what to do
1: yeah yeah i don't think she was like i don't think she tries to like want to eat them or anything but i do think she's really curious about them and wants to play so she's very gentle she sniffs them they sniff back so thank god at least she isn't like "Mm, let me eat them or i don't know if i would have three right now
0: (laughs) yeah i think she's like young enough now where she doesn't realize she could eat them
1: yeah she probably is like almost scared of them eating her well they are almost her size they're pretty big Yeah, so. well,
0: she's already like getting bigger yeah it's that's amazing true. how quick they grow mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah are you gonna keep leaving it open or are you gonna close it now okay no.
1: i'm gonna close my big door but no the pigs they got to get out just in case
0: okay So anyway, what we're talking about today is pretty different than what we were talking about uh, last week. This doesn't really have anything to do with pop culture, but it's something I don't remember how I saw this story. I think maybe on Reddit and I thought it was so funny but it's also like a good lesson of the time period.
1: Right. It's a good hub for funny stories. And like this. so
0: I'm going to we're going to go into this a little bit. In 1994, this place called the Wright Laboratory in Ohio, which is the predecessor for today's uh, United States Air Force Research Laboratory. We're going to be talking about some stuff having to do with the U.S. military today. Some weird stuff. So the scientists at this place and at the Wright Laboratory, they produced this three page proposal in 94 on a variety of possibly uh, non-lethal chemical weapons, which was obtained through a FOIA Act, which stands for Freedom of Information Act. Journalists uh, can file these acts to get access to classified information, something that you can do here in America, freedom of the press. So this act was filed by this organization called the Sunshine Project, which is a, com- a committee, like an organization that's formed to prevent military abuse of biotechnology and biological weapon safety. So they heard about like, you know, we're talking about chemical weapons here. So they wanted to make sure it was nothing bad. And it's not bad. It's just like absolutely ridiculous <laughs> what they found. So the Wright Lab requested a six year, $7.5 million grant To create a variety of non lethal weapons, or at least research the viability of them. The project was called Harassing, Annoying, and Bad Guy Identifying Chemicals. So, the scientists at this laboratory were sort of brainstorming non lethal ways they can spray like enemy soldiers, enemy armies with chemicals to like help our military and further like the American army goals, right? Mm -hmm. So there's one specifically that I really want to get into, but before we get to that one, we're going to start with some of the other one ideas they had, and then it just gets stranger from there. So I'm reading this mostly directly from the actual document that the scientists wrote at the Wright Laboratory. So a lot of this is verbatim from the document. And I've read papers like this kind of stuff before. And this one is like written not very formally. Like it's still like pretty formal because it's the government we're talking about. But there it's kind of weird just the way that some stuff is phrased so they split it up into different categories of the different chemicals they were they were trying to get to category one they were looking for chemicals that could attract annoying creatures to the enemy (laughs) position and make the creatures aggressive and annoying specifically stinging and biting bugs rodents Mm. and larger animals Were what they wanted so they would spray the enemy with some chemicals and
1: help a bunch of skunks come running. Yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) So their plan was to identify and or develop chemicals that attract Annoying or injurious creatures and make them aggressive now these chemicals don't really exist now So they would have to create them. They would have had to invent them, which I'm sure would have cost a lot of money. There are these chemicals you can spray that are called like sex attractant chemicals. Uh, Pheromones. Yeah, pheromones for bugs. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was one candidate that they looked at. Another example in the list is a sting me, attack me chemical that causes bees to attack their plan was to spray an area with chemicals and position multiple beehives all over the area This is
1: honestly such a good idea like it's it's such a good idea in theory
0: (laughs) it's not though because (laughs) whoever
1: thought of this needs a raise
0: okay first off you're like in the enemy's country area or whatever and you have to go and set up beehives all around and then spray them with the chemicals some hunger game shit that's just like a lot of work for just bee stings which unless you're allergic to bees i don't think it's like a huge deal
1: no way i would totally lose track of exactly what i was doing if i was trying to fight somebody off if i had like 37 bee stings at once i would absolutely I mean, definitely, think i was dying. definitely be
0: hard to fight in a war if you're getting stung by bees all the time i
1: don't know i stand by what i said i think it's an amazing idea he needs a raise or she
0: okay so in the their risks and limitations section of this document they admit that many chemicals that attract bugs are harmful to food crops and if u.s military personnel were exposed to like the chemicals accidentally it would be very bad if they're setting up all these beehives and they actually get sprayed with the chemicals and the bees just start attacking That's
1: them true. one flaw.
0: Bees are like relatively i mean there's like different species of bees right but like your they're average hornets. like yeah. <laughs> the murder harness. <laughs>
1: Tracker jacks.
0: Like your regular like bee, not your hornet, is pretty docile. Like they yeah. won't bother you unless you bother them. Like we before you moved in, we had this bad carpenter bee infestation in the house. Ooh. And they just like ate the wood in the old fence they would burrow into it, but they would never like, attack us or anything. They
1: got a job to do, and it's not you, it's wood. Yeah.
0: Well, we had to get rid of them because they're eating the fence, but yeah. you know, they're not attacking us so I don't really know how they thought they would get the bees to attack people (laughs) yeah so that that was their first idea let's get bees to attack people and to do that they would have had to create a chemical to do that because it's not again one doesn't really exist so that's category one is the bees thing category two is chemicals that make a lasting but non-lethal mark on personnel this is the one that I thought made the most sense to me So their first version is a chemical that could be sprayed like on an enemy position or on like enemy soldiers that would make them smell really badly or it could mark them in their eyes, like you can mark them with like a smell that is so bad and that you just absolutely can't get rid of no matter like how much you shower or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And it would make it impossible for them to like blend in with civilians or something like that. If you're uh, like a guerrilla fighter, you're not in a regular conventional army, you're gonna wanna try to blend in with civilians. A lot of fighters do like in the Middle East, but you would smell so bad that they would know (laughs) it was you. (laughs) Another version is where the enemy gets sprayed, but it's like more subtle, like humans wouldn't be able to smell it, but trained dogs could smell it or other sort of detecting equipment. And they Mm -hmm. say like this could be this is what I thought would be an interesting idea. This could be used for like security systems, you know, like how bank and clothing stores, they have those dye packs on clothes Mm -hmm. or like they put them on wads of cash. Instead of it exploding and getting dye everywhere, it would basically be like a stink bomb that explodes and then you just smell really bad <laughs> and you, forever, basically. And they would know it was you that robbed the bank or whatever. Wow. So category three is probably the funniest one to me. It's chemicals that affect human behavior. And so they're talking about the discipline or the morale of enemy troops. So it makes them mess up because Mm -hmm. they're getting so irritated by whatever this is, or it just makes them not want to fight anymore because it sucks so badly. So what we're talking about, one example was chemical that would cause severe halitosis. Do you know what halitosis is? Oh, yes, I do.
1: Bad breath.
0: Yes. (laughs) So it was a bomb that they would drop on the enemy that would just make them have really bad breath.
1: Yeah, they're such good ideas. No, These they're are not. Such good ideas.
0: <laughs> we already know in this country that so much money is wasted on the defense budget and also like the police budget, but specifically talking about the military spending, like this is what they're spending the money on to do research.
1: Yeah. Okay, you have a point. I think they're good ideas. They're good ideas. Like, again, this
0: was, they wanted $7.5 million to do this, which is honestly like a drop in the bucket for how much money the government spends on the military
1: pocket change.
0: You could do a lot of good with $7.5 million Mm -hmm. that isn't making everybody have bad breath.
1: (laughs) It's almost worth it. It's so funny.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Another one was hyperhydrosis. Do you know what that is?
1: Oh yes, they make them
0: sweat a lot. How do you make them how do you know what that is? Shut
1: up, okay.
0: You're reading my notes, aren't you? No,
1: I'm not reading your notes, actually. I don't know why I know all of these things.
0: <laughs> I don't believe you. I think I you're reading like, my notes.
1: No, I feel like hyperhydrosis, a lot of people know what that is. And halitosis, I don't know, a lot of people know what that is.
0: Why though? Why would they why would people know what that is? Okay,
1: can I be honest real quick? I saw a TikTok maybe a couple months ago about somebody that did have hyperhydrosis, and literally their feet and their palms were so disgustingly wet it was nasty and left an imprint in my mind so that's how i know what it is
0: i don't believe you really i think you have hyperhidrosis i do damn
1: it i got swamp ass
0: we work in a in a kitchen together it's like our normal job and the kitchen doesn't have any ac Mm -hmm. and we live in like the del marva region we live in delaware and i'm sure like a lot of people recently have been experiencing a heat wave that also live here in the kitchen it can be like up to like 90 92 it was like 110 degrees in there that one day right Mm -hmm.
1: yeah Yep.
0: And we're just sweating from the moment we get in.
1: It's nice though. You lose a little bit of weight to get some work. I don't done, like how paycheck. much
0: how much weight can you lose? Ooh, it depends from on how hard you're sweating. working. It
1: depends on how hard you're working. Work harder. Lose some Well, weight. I'm definitely
0: losing more weight than you are then. If it's
1: Oh my god, this is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start doing push ups in there. Later. I don't
0: know. It just it's very I mean, it's hot, it's sticky, it's miserable. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. no, I really, actually, for real though, could not imagine being like that 24/7 all day. Yeah, the
0: day. ours is like normal amounts of sweating. This is like for people with sweating problems, mm-hmm. hyperhidrosis, like dripping
1: sweat at all times. Yeah, like
0: imagine how hard it'd be to fight. dripping slippery. buckets of sweat, all <laughs> slippery. You wouldn't be able to hold your like your gun.
1: No, I'm telling you because I feel like, like I said, I think it like affects like the palms and feet and those kind of areas more.
0: Yeah, I think you have like more sweat mm-hmm. glands there yeah you're right so we're to halitosis bad breath hyperhidrosis increased sweating these Mm -hmm. were both things that they looked at as well as one that would make it so the enemy wouldn't stop farting (laughs) which to me i think out of out of those three i think the sweating one is definitely the one that would be the most effective to me the farting one
1: i'm just imagining them like coming up with all of these things and like dying laughing way that's a good idea it definitely idea. seems like they're, they're
0: like definitely smoking weed or something when they're coming or up
1: something in the,
0: the farting thing I don't extreme flatulence. I need more information on this one. Mm-hmm. Is it well I know gas can just, be very
1: painful. Like a lot of people think that they're like yeah, my girlfriends like, told me a lot of people will, like go to like the hospital and stuff because they think they're having a heart attack, but it's not. It's really gas. Yeah,
0: it's like indigestion. Like yeah. I, I've had situations like that oh, before. Mm-hmm. But you're just like ripping like one giant fart for like ever. <laughs> or-,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or is it you know? <laughs> like do they smell really bad is it just like uncomfortable how
1: i feel like they're all guys they're all used to just like farting and like doing whatever the fuck anyway so. also could
0: how could you do that with like just a chemical that is sprayed you know what i mean
1: i need this chemical i have a few select people that i might <laughs> might use that on if i ever get my hands yeah. on it
0: so we have bad breath increased sweating and farting mm-hmm. uh, another one they give another example they give of this category is a chemical that made that would make people very sensitive to sunlight that one seems like a good idea yeah, but, i was just about to say that's the can, only
1: one that really makes sense i think you
0: can still like fight battles at night though mm-hmm. like there's like night vision goggles With and sunglasses. stuff now yeah that's like the vampire one i guess just makes people like edward from twilight just like emo team edward. were you team edward i
1: don't know i never really watched them but yeah definitely either.
0: I was working in a bookstore with my mom around the time of the Twilight books, and people were so crazy.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Like, I was... know i guess i was like probably like in eighth grade eighth grade through like 10th grade when Mm -hmm. those books came out in the movies and stuff
1: the girls around you all around must have been obsessed
0: i remember there was one guy that read the twilight books just to get the girls to like him like that was like bare minimum you know just to read this book jesus and that guy got arrested a couple years ago he like Put cameras into his house with him and his girlfriend to try to catch his girlfriend cheating on him.
1: Oh my gosh, talk about insecure. Wow. Yeah. It's the Twilight. I, I just it remember on the Twilight reading.
0: him reading Twilight books in school to like try to impress girls. That's embarrassing. Because you don't know how to impress girls when you're like in middle school. I do. You know? I had how so did many you, girls
1: when I was in middle school. Are you kidding me? Is just it because of your
0: like saxophone or whatever?
1: Hell yeah, bitch. I was like, you know, I can, oh, she can blow really hard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I went to a very homophobic middle school, so I didn't have any girlfriends in middle school.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, especially this area that we live in right now.
1: Yeah. I just had crushes on my teachers. That was about it. <laughs>
0: That's very on brand for you. Yeah, know. Let's go into the one that I think... We're going to spend the most time on mm-hmm. and that the one that I kind of already told you about I've
1: been waiting for this one. Uh,
0: this is a direct quote of another idea they had, quote, one distasteful but completely non-lethal example would be strong aphrodisiacs, especially if the chemical also caused homosexual behavior. Beautiful. So the we're talking bomb. about a gay bomb here. That's
1: what they called me in college, in
0: <laughs> case anybody was wondering. <laughs> So if you do like a cannonball into a pool, it's like you're the gay bomb.
1: Hell yeah, it's like homo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what they what they thought they could do was first we're going we're going to get into like the whole pheromones and aphrodisiacs thing cuz it's not really Real, Mm -hmm. They thought they could design a bomb that they could drop on armies. You know, it would hit the ground. It would spray the aphrodisiacs, the pheromones everywhere, whatever. And it would make the men so uncontrollably, because we're talking about 94 here. There's really not that many women in the military at this point. There's still really not that many. It would make the men so like uncontrollably horny for each other that they wouldn't be able to do battle and they would just have sex.
1: Wow. Wow. I mean, that's what a lot of people think that gay men are just like, I feel like a stereotype about gay men is just they're so horny, they can't do that anything That they'll just else. have
0: sex with any man. Literally, that's which like is not one... true,
1: I might say. But also, it's a really funny stereotype. I know. I, I,
0: a lot of the gay men that I know are like way more picky than oh, any yes. straight man that I know.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like the same thing kind of comes into play with like, you know, gay women and lesbians too. And I'm just like, look, I have so many more things to do than just worry about sex 24 like, seven. I'm yeah. just like any other person.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's like obviously like (laughs) outliers, but there is for like any sexual orientation. I don't think it has to do with your sexual orientation. For
1: anybody, period.
0: I don't didn't really know too much about like pheromones or aphrodisiacs. So I did some research on this. So Mm -hmm. again, the plan was to discharge female pheromones over enemy forces. Discharging the female ones would make the straight men attracted to each other because they smell like women, I guess (laughs) they would just like drop everything and have sex with each other because they all guns on the ground
1: (laughs) close off
0: guns on the ground close off,
1: penetration
0: (laughs) but the thing is there's really no well-controlled scientific studies that have ever been published that suggest the possibility of sex pheromones in humans Mm -hmm. we're not there's like definitely like species there's a lot of bugs yeah i was about Um, to say
1: you see that in like you know animal kingdom and everything yeah
0: so there are species of animals that Their mating has a lot to do with pheromones, but we're really not one that does. It's never been really really Mm -hmm. well proven and it's kind of like a scam. There's some, I remember I've seen ads for body sprays mm, or perfume or whatever that claim that their products contain like human sex pheromones, which act as like an aphrodisiac. Like there's things chocolate is supposed to be an aphrodisiac mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Oysters
1: and, too. You know that?
0: Yeah, I, which is disgusting to me because have you ever heard someone slurp an oyster? Oh, it's yeah, like, I
1: mm, That's an ASMR baby. I find
0: oysters to be so revolting. Mm,
1: Bitch, give me that half shell. I love them.
0: They look disgusting. They smell disgusting and the sound of someone eating them. Stop. Don't do that, please. (laughs) People are going to turn off the podcast after that. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) So I researched like some different types of aphrodisiacs that or people that say are aphrodisiacs for humans because I was interested in this. This thing called copulins is this strong smelling fatty acid that is secreted in the female reproductive tract, which I guess is like maybe like the fallopian tube or something. Mm-hmm. All I could find was reproductive trap, this thing called copulence, and it comes in like this tiny bottle. And I guess you just so like you can get it. Yeah. I mean, you can I, you can get them on like Amazon. Really? Yeah. And you I guess you just like rub it on yourself.
1: Where were these when I was dating? Come on now. <laughs> Come on. Tell me this now.
0: And then this other one was called Andro. I'm probably gonna say this wrong. Androtenone, which is found in boar's saliva. It's found in the saliva of a boar. Mm-hmm. And depending on your genetics, it either smells like straight piss or <laughs> vanilla.
1: Mine would be piss, 100%. <laughs>
0: Used to be vanilla. It would be like, it's like a roll of the dice though. Like, are you really uh, going to put this on yourself if the person you're going on a date and you don't know? Yeah, like, you
1: wouldn't want to smell like piss.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's it's weird. like a 50 50 dice roll.
1: That's really weird.
0: Yeah. So, another one is apparently underarm sweat is considered by some to be an aphrodisiac. I'm going
1: to say this and I really hope nobody judges me, but I do love the smell of my girlfriend's sweaty pit. I do. I do. Really? Yeah. It's kind of hot. I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those people. But that's it. Just pit sweat. I don't
0: think it's like.
1: Any other kind of sweat? No, thank you. But pit sweat. It's like the perfect mix of like onion and hamburger.
0: Onion and hamburger. I just love it. You're someone that puts like a shit ton of garlic on everything. Oh you
1: shit. Eat yes. <laughs> I'd eat cloves of garlic right now if I had them. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So for some people, it's considered to be attractive. And I think like it's like a whole fetish Mm -hmm. almost. It's not something that I've ever been like super into. Like people sweat like I get it. It's just like something that happens in people's bodies. But it's like not something that I've ever found to be terribly attractive. But you're on the opposite end where you're like. Well,
1: there's a difference between like regular sweat because regular sweat I don't like. Like if you just worked out at the gym and I like smell your back.
0: Disgusting. What do you mean? Like what kind of sweat are you looking for? Jesus, I
1: don't know but like i'm telling you underarm sweat just smells different and only my girlfriends
0: all right so despite (laughs) despite all those claims of those different aphrodisiacs again there's really no pheromonal substance that has ever been demonstrated to directly influence human behavior now in the year 2020 and also like back in 1994 when they wrote this if anything there was less science back in 1994 that Proved this. So, either like these scientists, you know, were kind of just going, just spitballing, or they just didn't have that much experience with women and they thought like pheromones were like a real thing.
1: Probably the latter.
0: What I did find though is there's, there's a study in Sweden where they took gay and straight men and presented them with two odors that may be involved in sexual arousal. They're not really sure, like these two different odors. And saw that their brains responded differently. So the gay man and the straight man were exposed to like the same odors, mm-hmm. right? So the gay man's brain responded the same as a heter- heterosexual woman's brain would. That makes
1: sense. I'm telling you, you're born with it.
0: Yeah. Can't I mean argue, I'm not arguing argue. I'm not arguing with that I know. <laughs> In that gay women like you were not as responsive to male odors as they were to female ones.
1: Uh-huh. That makes so sense. I
0: was, I wanted to ask you, like, mm-hmm. do you just find the smell of men to be like disgusting?
1: <sighs> yes, definitely. Because like, like I was talking earlier, how there's like a different sweat. Like if you go to the gym and I smell your back, disgusting. Get away from. Who me.
0: smells people's backs? That's like the second uh, time you said that.
1: Sometimes she'd be sweaty, and I'm like, Ugh. if I like smell her arm or something like that, yeah, but I but swear to God, you give me a pit. You- You give me a pit or like even if she like like exhales her breath, I love that smell. I love that smell. Even in the morning, I'm like...
0: You're making her sound like she sweats all the time. I she guarantee she you 100% <laughs> that you sweat way more than she does.
1: I definitely do. it, But, you know, everybody has like, you know, a little bit of pit sweat, a little it's bit of It's kind of, of your sweat. own
0: fault, though, because at work you will go to work wearing like jeans when oh, it's my God, like leave 90 me alone. degrees Sometimes out. Sometimes
1: I don't have shorts that are clean, OK? And I work in a kitchen. You're just so, like,
0: making yourself so I would rather if wear. If my shorts are
1: dirty, man, they're like dirty, dirty. They're not like I can wear them a second time. Like they're gross. Even if
0: you wear them like one day yes. of the week, that happens to you? Yeah,
1: because, like, if I got, like, you know, any kind of, like, batter or mix on my hands, I'm wiping it. I'm wiping it. Yeah, we my do shorts. get,
0: fu- I mean, I get funnel cake mix in my hair. It's just Yeah, definitely. I'm not the- going
1: to wear those clothes a second time. They got to go through the washer twice. I don't know. I thing.
0: would rather wear shorts that I wore for a whole day than wear jeans Weird. in there. I would never want to wear pants in that kitchen. Well, that's. Ever.
1: Whatever. It's because you're a man. You can't handle I don't think it. That has you can't f- handle it like a strong, independent, and you go woman in can. with like
0: a full face of makeup, too. Because
1: sometimes I want to feel good. So what? And do I sweat it off in three seconds? Yes. Do I feel good for five seconds at least? Absolutely.
0: Okay. That's good. Let's get back on topic, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, for lesbians that were exposed to pheromones, they mm-hmm. had the same, they weren't attracted to male identified odors, they were only to female ones. Mm-hmm. So you could say that these findings suggest like a possible role for like human pheromones on the basis of like sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. But it's not like how the scientists at that lab want to drop pheromones to make soldiers gay. Like that's Mm -hmm. not really how it works. Now, this doc, it was just written back in 1994. It didn't come out to like the public to 2005, because that's when that organization filed that Freedom of Information Act and they got the information. It was written in like 1994, 2005, it comes out. So it, there was like headlines at the time, like pe- people basically making fun of the military for even thinking of like of a lot of this stuff, First, like the gay bomb. Mm-hmm. But like also the other stuff be the I would B definitely attack make fun one. Of
1: him. I would absolutely make fun of him. I'm making fun of him right now. This stuff's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> this is so funny.
0: So the Pentagon actually like made the, a couple of statements insisting that the gay bomb idea was pretty brief. Mm-hmm. And then they moved on from it. However, there there was evidence that I saw that after the proposal was written in 1994, years later, it was submitted to the National Academy of Sciences in 2002. So they were still trying to figure out if it was possible to have the gay bomb. Mm -hmm. What is that like eight years after they wrote it? So really, I think they were just trying to save face. Mm -hmm. And that was three years before the info came out. They were still trying to figure out how to make people gay, (laughs) which is something that I was thinking about this. And I think the reason they had this gay bomb idea sort of has to do with like the political climate at that time in America. And that's this is like right around when we were growing up. So I don't know if you like really remember. Actually, you weren't born yet. Yeah. But I mean, I wasn't born yet in 94. I was born in 95. If you think about it, gay men like bisexuals and lesbians, they were banned from serving in the military until 1993. Mm-hmm. So this comes out in 94. So making... The enemy soldier's gay in 94. It's got it like a much heavier negative connotation. And so 1993 is when uh, Bill Clinton passed the law, the famous don't ask, don't tell, which I feel like most people know about. So they allowed gays in the military, but you weren't allowed to talk about your sexual orientation or ask other people about it. So you were allowed, gays were allowed, but they weren't allowed to reveal their sexual orientation or talk about it at all.
1: Incognito. The don't ask,
0: yeah, the don't ask, don't tell thing was in effect for like 18 years until federal courts struck it down and ruled it unconstitutional. And in 2010, Obama... Uh, he repealed it, and under the provision of his act that he made, uh, all the restrictions on military service by gay, lesbian, and bisexual people ended in 2011. Mm-hmm. So you can As thank it should. Th- thank Obama for letting gays serve in the military.
1: Thanks, Mr. Although D. there
0: are still a lot of challenges for trans people mm-hmm. in the military, and I don't think that will change if we get another four years of Trump. Yeah. But that's not really what this podcast is about. <laughs>
1: We know another one about
0: that. So when this was so like when this plan was written by the people at the Wright laboratory in 94, it was they thought it was a disadvantage to be gay. Mm-hmm. They thought gay men would be so distracted and unable to fight or accomplish anything because <laughs> they'd be too busy trying to fuck each other. <laughs> like we just talked about it earlier. It's that stereotype of gay men uh-huh. that they're always just trying to Which have so sex ridiculous. with other men.
1: So ridiculous.
0: And I know plenty of straight dudes that all they can think about is sleeping with women very oh, yeah, unsuccessfully, definitely. I might I might <laughs> add. But it just comes off like if you look at it from the lens, it is still like hella funny. It's really mm. funny. But mm. if you look at it from like the lens of like how where we are in 2020 when it comes to like LGBT issues, it just comes off as like super homophobic Mom, to me.
1: Everything was, I feel like, back then. unfortunately. Yeah. I feel like it's only been until relatively recently that all of this stuff has been like kind of super normalized, even though it's not entirely normalized, unfortunately, which is weird, but whatever. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty normal.
0: So if you could take any of these, the gay bomb, Mm -hmm. the B one, Mm -hmm. the sweaty one, the bad breath one or the fart one, which one if you were president, which one would you like order them like you absolutely have to make this?
1: I'm thinking the bees still. I think that's such a good idea. That's a ba- hilarious idea. They were spot it, on when that one The went. bees
0: one is definitely the worst idea out of all. No, okay, it's well, not. first okay, off, here, the gay bomb my, one is impossible. But. True. Here's
1: my justification. Okay. Hyperhydrosis. So what? You could throw on some gloves, shoot a gun just as well. You'll be annoyed, but still you can do your job. But there'd be
0: like Halitosis. rivers of stuff coming out of your gloves.
1: But you can still shoot people. It'd
0: be like Bad the breath. Amazon.
1: Whatever. No one cares about your fucking bad breath. I think the
0: bad breath one is the least effective out of all of oh, them.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Flatulence, again, whatever. Unless, like, it, like, really is making you feel like but you're like, having a heart th- attack th- and th- dying.
0: If you're, like, a special forces soldier and mm-hmm. you're, like, going behind enemy lines and you can't. Fuck. You gotta wait till that's over. Yep.
1: Neep, neep, neep. Mm-hmm. They said enemy lines.
0: Check. 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 One, 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 one. Okay. All right, we're back. Um. So we live really close to our town's fire department. It's a volunteer fire department. And whenever there's a fire, I guess we still live like in the time before cell phones. And they rip out they rip this giant fire siren and it drives all the retirees crazy all the time. They're like, they're like because they go to sleep at like 8 p.m. They go to sleep like we're recording this at 7 p.m. They'll go to sleep like now because they're like yeah. 95 years old and just immortal and it wakes them up and they complain. Everybody, everybody complains about this fire siren. I don't think it's that bad. I am recording a podcast now, though. so it, The I only guess time it, it's
1: ever really annoyed me is yes. right now.
0: <laughs> I've lived here for three years and this is the first time it's like ever like super inconvenienced to me. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about the fart bomb and I think The reason the fart bomb is dangerous Mm -hmm. is like if you're like behind enemy lines, it's like a special forces operator or something and you can't stop loudly farting. You're going to give away your location to the enemy. (laughs) I
1: didn't even think about that. If you're just constantly
0: ripping ass, they're going to know where you are. I'm going
1: to need you to be super honest with me for a second. Have you ever really not like you needed to fart? Like it hurt, but you can't let anybody know you're farting. So you pull your ass cheeks apart just a little bit. <laughs> so they're not like squished up together to get that sound, <laughs> but they got that good like.
0: <laughs> I've heard you like you're supposed to like cough.
1: Ah, no, that makes it work because I was like. <laughs> you are really you gotta spread those cheeks i'm telling you this is news everybody needs to know i saw a video in silence spread the cheeks and
0: i saw a video i'm pretty sure it was like a comedy skit one time where this kid was like in class and he had to fart so he like dropped his textbook to like (laughs) to like mask the sound of it but like he so he dropped his textbook and like it's a loud noise so everybody turns and looks at him and (laughs) then he farted
1: (laughs) That would be me. You cannot go wrong. If you just spread them apart, you can't go wrong. There's no room for error.
0: I feel like if it's forceful enough, even if you spread your cheeks apart, it's still going to make. I'm telling
1: you from experience.
0: I'm telling you, I have irritable bowel syndrome and I (laughs) fart plenty, and I know my farts. And I feel like it would still, most of my farts don't make a super try amount it. of noise.
1: Yeah, when you're by yourself, think about But, like, me, if you're in a social situation,
0: you can't just spread your cheeks. Like Bullshit. If you're Bullshit. I do it
1: all the time. Nobody notices. I swear to God. I do it with you when we're working all the time.
0: <laughs> You've never When known. we're working?
1: Yeah, when we're working like, together. we're,
0: like, talking to each other, like, facing each other. And you spread your Sometimes. butt cheeks and hell you hell fart yeah. You just kind of get
1: one side. If you get it good enough, and you can turn around and look like you're tucking the back of your shirt in or something like that. you just pull a cheek real quick and, and then you're good. <laughs>
0: OK, <laughs> I'm going to be constantly questioning you while we're working huh? now. Anyway. I'm just going to think you're constantly ripping <laughs> ass at work.
1: I mean, facts.
0: <laughs> anyway, so that's why I think the fart one's not as bad. But I definitely think the bad breath one mm-hmm. is. I don't think you could apply that to to the scenario I was just talking about with the special forces guys, because a lot of times you're just like walking along and you just smell something really bad. You can't figure out where it's coming from. Right. But, but, but you you, know you, a fart you just like part. Yeah, but you just like keep walk. Well, because farts make noise. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you just have bad breath, like that's
1: true, it can smell like anything, I guess.
0: Like yeah, you, you smell a bad smell, you're like you're like, what the fuck is that? You, you can have also no breathe idea. out of
1: your nose, like most normal people do, breathe out yeah. of their nose. I wonder if
0: it does. If you have more, I've never have you tried that. If you have morning breath, yes, I have. Um, it doesn't how I was smell. Telling you
1: how I like it when Lexi exhales. I prefer she does it out of her nose when I can sniff it because it smells better than if it comes out of her mouth. So it's definitely a distinct different smell out of the nose than it is out of the mouth if you got nasty. Wait, smelling so breath. you like
0: the way her bad breath smells too no
1: no 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 no! not the bad breath but if she exhales out of her nose in the morning or like at any time of the day it just has this scent it's so good oh, oh my god fuck? it makes I've me never, high
0: i've never that's how much
1: i love her dead ass i'm like can you give me some nose air please hello and she's like and i'm like
0: so you just like put your nose up to her nose dead ass
1: imagine it that's exactly what happens i've
0: never heard of this that's ever because before. you never
1: love somebody that much okay
0: i've been with my partner for seven years okay, way okay you've been together for a year all okay, right
1: okay true 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 but i'm just telling you one day smother nose air
0: no okay I'm whatever gonna do that.
1: i'm gonna tell them to all right them so not much wait then. which
0: one did, uh, we got off on a tangent? which one did you say was the best one i said the
1: b is for sure okay 100%. the bees
0: one is the least effective no, no, because
1: the b bee- not
0: it requires so much setup to like, where you, if you're like, okay, if, you're, if you're like in the fucking Middle East, where if are you you're gonna, able to in the pull desert? Off, where are you going to get bees from?
1: Okay, look, they have that already set up. I'm sure or they would not have even come to this, like, you know, idea or plan. If you execute it perfectly, it's going to do the most damage. You're not going to be able to focus on shooting anybody because you got stings all over your body. Who cares about a fart? Who cares about hot breath? Who cares about your palms sweating? Bitch, if I'm getting stung all over my body, I'm not going to care about anything else. With my breath smells bad,
0: whatever. I think you're right. Like, if everything falls into place and it works perfectly.
1: I, I will say we, this one does have the most margin for error. Yes, like it extreme
0: does. margin for like setting up the hives, like getting stung.
1: Okay, well, let me choose a second one then. If I had to choose a second one. I guess the farts because you brought up a really good point earlier how you could probably definitely hear it and give away your location.
0: My opinion is I think the sweaty one is the worst one really because I think we talked about this earlier like it would be so hard to like hold a gun. If your hands are like super sweaty,
1: well, if, I mean, if you're just wearing gloves, like this, I mean, your hands are gonna sweat inside of the gloves. Of course, it's gonna be feeling uncomfortable. I, guess, but I like, guess if
0: you have gloves, but
1: you're I fighting mean, a war, bro. If you're a little uncomfortable, whatever. Unless I guess you're like I, I totally guess I should. Dying, my
0: my disclaimers: I've never it. shot a gun, I like have. so, I don't really know. But to me, I'm a country
1: girl. But I like
0: say? if. It, you're not just sweating from your hands though. Like, if you're like sweat on your brow, like, if yeah. you have sweat getting into you, like, you've gotten sweat in your eyes. That's like, true. that shit stings. Yeah, like, all does. salt or That's whatever. That's really true. I feel like the halitosis. Is that? No, that was the bad breath, right? Hyperhidrosis. Hyperhydrosis. Hyper-hydrosis. Mm-hmm. I feel like to me, that one's the worst one because I just don't see a world where the B one actually works. You're not like, dreaming
1: big works. enough. You're not dreaming big enough. That's the difference between you and me.
0: I just feel like we should be like saving the bees, not weaponizing the bees. We
1: should be saving humans, but we weaponize humans by putting them in the military. Anyways, the bees can do their time. Okay, they can serve their time. They live here. I mean, I
0: think what we should do is just get rid of all the boots on the ground Mm -hmm. in the military and just have it all be drones. Have it all be okay. drones and okay. have the world's best video game players <laughs> piloting the drones. So you. I mean, back in, my, <laughs> back in my youth, when my reaction time wasn't terrible, did I ever tell you I was like the fifth American in the world in a video game? Oh my
1: god, yeah, you've only told me that like six times, no. though. So oh, like you again. never tell
0: me the same things <laughs> a million times. That's
1: true. I don't really have that much going on in my life, so sometimes I'll be like, oh my god, listen to what the pigs did today. I've definitely told him that three oh my times. god
0: yes you talk about the guinea pigs so fucking much I'm telling you they're my I life I never talk about I have a snake and a leopard gecko. I never I never talk about but them. if
1: he did I would love that I love pets
0: no you don't you told me you don't like snakes and that's ruch- tr- and okay, shit. okay look,
1: look look it's not that I don't like snakes I'm not gonna like cuddle with a snake they're definitely cool I think they're awesome But, like, you give me a big snake, I'm going to be like, no, thank you. But
0: my snake is very small. It's a hog. It's a Western hognose snake.
1: I will say his snake is very cute. And it is a cute little
0: snake. It is. It's a male snake. And the male of that species does not get as big as the female. (laughs) His name is Baby Princess. (laughs) And uh, I just call him Beep. And the idea for the name came from my partner who loves, they love to, like, name animals just absolutely ridiculous things, and I just went with it, (laughs) but. (laughs) So, my snake's name is Baby Princess, and he's actually right next to us as we record this in his cage, Mm -hmm. and I have a leopard gecko, too, whose name is Coral. I didn't name her, though. She's, like, a rescue, rescue leopard gecko. I didn't believe it. You didn't? No. You're terrible with <laughs> names, though. You are absolutely terrible with names. I don't
1: know if you've ever told me that one, actually. I don't think I've ever That I you're terrible asking, with names? No, 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 that like, your um Lizard's name, but I don't there think I've a, ever asked. There was a girl so.
0: we worked with at work like five or six times, and then you come up to me and ask me what her name is after we worked with her. Okay, I
1: might also be bad with names. Okay, you are terrible with be. names. I'm terrible with everything. Let me alone.
0: All right, so I think what we learned here is that the sweaty bomb was the best one
1: and that the gay
0: bomb was like actually like surprisingly super homophobic would you agree
1: surprisingly
0: i guess it's called not the gay bomb <laughs> i guess not super surprisingly it was super i just homophobic. feel like if it's
1: called the gay something and it has to do with the military unfortunately it probably is going to be a little bit homophobic
0: yeah yeah i mean i'm not in the military like i guess the military is getting better about that i mean i feel like everybody
1: is getting better but you can only take anything one day at a time i guess yeah. Take what you can get
0: maybe we'll get drafted
1: maybe wait no i can't i'm not a i'm not a boy this no i think like they
0: that? i think they changed i don't know they better
1: not have i think they changed because world it. war three is looming and you didn't people ugh.
0: say that every year though yeah i know i don't know i don't think they'll bring because like as technology has de- i don't think they'll ever bring the draft back and this is why mm-hmm. it's because technology has developed to the point where you don't need like as many like human beings That's on true. the battlefield as you used to like mm-hmm. during world war Two and stuff
1: Thank God. Oh, my God. If you put me out on a battlefield, Jesus, Jesus, i like, am be ha- running for my life. Now I'd you don't horrible. have to send
0: like people out to like just look at shit. Like mm-hmm. now you just send like a robot to go out and yeah. do it. So I think the military is definitely it's, as expensive as it is. I do think that's an improvement. All right. So that was the story of the gay bomb.
1: And the B-bomb. And
0: uh, yeah, it wasn't actually made because one doesn't really exist. It's ridiculous, it's period. period. It's One, hilarious. it's ridiculous. I don't even know if they actually made it and they like a uh, net. Oh, first, they probably would have kept it top secret. Mm-hmm. But like if they actually made this, I don't know how the world would have reacted in in the 90s, in the, yeah. like 94. Yeah, I think people, I mean... I don't know. If people reacted now, there'd be so many memes. So
1: so many memes.
0: So many memes about
1: it. Oh my gosh. That would definitely take over the internet if they came out with that now and saying, we're thinking about doing a gay bomb. Holy shit. I would not be able to walk onto Twitter without seeing that.
0: I think the real gay bomb is the gay friends we make along the way.
1: One of the little words to live by. Yeah. Words to live All
0: by. All right, so let's wrap it up here. This has been the What You Don't Know podcast. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email uh, wydkpod at gmail.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you can follow Sarah on TikTok.
1: You can, or you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is psychedelic.com sarah with an h and my tiktok is damp donut d-a-m-p-d-o-n-u-t so you can follow me here too. did you
0: reach your goal yet on your no, followers i
1: haven't i've actually been losing followers you guys have not been helping me out i'm trying to get to 20k because nobody on. fucking listens to us. <laughs> 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 okay furious facts but uh, i am trying to get to 20k so let your mama know let your grandpa know follow
0: me how close are you to um, the 20
1: oh man i'm like a 2 away and that's it Not even. That's still a lot. 18.8. That's
0: like a shit ton of, like... Yeah,
1: right, I got...
0: Do you even know that many... I I don't know.
1: I mean, I definitely don't know that many people, but I've definitely gained, like, tens of thousands of followers from, like, one video. That's where all my followers came from.
0: Maybe your videos have just been sucking recently. Maybe you just need to step it up. I don't think so. I've been
1: doing some funny ones, but they have not been coming on people's free page. Anyway.
0: All right, yeah. All right, this is a discussion for... We'll do a whole episode about your TikTok one time. Oh, my God, no way, really? No. (laughs) 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 All right, we'll be setting up... uh, I said this last week and I didn't do it, but I'm gonna, we're going to be setting up some like social media pages for the podcast soon as well. Uh, thanks to Madison and Designs for our logos. Thank you. Uh, they're great. And uh, we'll be back next week. Peace Bye. out, Girl Scout.